Okay, let's talk about today a topic that came up towards the beginning of our parak in here, Rabbi Leza Demila, but it's a topic that relates to basically every Daphne Shas, and that's the sugya of Elu Ve'elu, Divri Elohim Chaim. The Gemara tells us here in Shabbos, on the Kuflam Ba'dabar Aleph, Tanur Abanan, Bimkomo Shel Rebbe Elazar, Hayakarsin Eitzim, Lasos Pachamin, Lasos Barzal B'Shabbos. In the place of Rebbe Eliezer, they used to cut wood in order to create coals, in order to use on Shabbos for the Mila, meaning Machshire Mila. That's what this beginning of this parak is about. Rebbe Eliezer holds that Machshire Mila are Docha Shabbos, not only in a B'Dievet way, they used to Dafka do that, according to Rebbe Eliezer, in Rebbe Eliezer's town. And in Rebbe Eliezer's town, they used to eat Basar Of Pachalav, chicken, cheeseburgers, the chulu. They used to do that, and that's what they held, because he argued he had a different drasha to understand only something that has chalav. Either way, this was the Gemara, and the Gemara even says, There was a city in in. Eretz Yisrael, that used to follow Rabbi Elazar's opinion, and they made, they died bismanam, they died bismanam, and they had special protection even when there was a gzera against the Mila, they didn't, or go, they weren't gozer against that city. So we see from this Gemara, there can be different opinions, even within Klal Yisrael, different, or obviously before the Shulchanara came along, the different Tanaim quoting, holding of different ideas, and one is allowed to follow what their Rebbe says. The question is, what exactly does this mean and how does this work? There's a system here, the system of Torah. So, yeah, who's right? Who's right? We know the third grader comes home from school and he said he learned the Machlokas, Meshamai Beisilel, Meshamai Masechas Brachas. Who's right, Abba? And the father answers, they're both right. What does that mean, they're both right? Just like a child has no idea what it means, we have to figure out what it means. What does it mean? Doesn't, doesn't Halacha have truth to it? Which truth does it hold of? So as we will see, Halacha is the only area in the world that believes in multiple truths, as we'll see. Says the Gemara in Mesechaz Erev and Daf Gimel, the source of this topic, you have it in source number one. Amar Rabbi Abba, Amar Shmuel, Shalosh Shanim Nechluku Beishamay Beishilel. For three years, Beishamay Beishilel argued. Halalu Omer Malacha Kumoseinu, Halalu Omer Kumoseinu. Right, Hashamay and Hillel themselves, they argued very few times. The Gemara says, the beginning of Shabbos, they argued a couple of times. But Beishamay and Beishilel had tons of machlokas and many. And they argued. They each said, the halach is like us. Yotza Basko. A Basko, a heavenly voice, went out the Amra and said, Elu Elu Debri Elohim Chaim Heim. They're both right. Elu ve'elu. Alright, I shouldn't say right. They both have value. They are both the words of a living God. The halacha kebeisilel. But the paschal finished off and said, but we all like beisilel. Even though elu ve'elu. And the Gemara just ends off. Echimiacha she'elu ve'elu divri elokim chayim b'pnei mazachu b'nei beisilel l'kvo halacha kamosan. If they're both right, so why was beisilel zoche to have the halacha nikva based on their shita? Two reasons. Number one, because they are meek, they are humble. Sounds like they are humble, so, so that as a schar for that. And they study their words and Beishamai's words. And not only do they study Beishamai's words, they study Beishamai's words and they still say their own opinion. They have such conviction after studying the other opinion and still holding of their shita. So that's why we hold like Beishamai. Okay, but either way, the, this is the Basko that went out and said, This is the source for the 
topic. There's a similar Gemara in Chagika, which does not quote that line, but the Gemara in Chagika tells us on Dav Gimel that there can be many machloksim, halolo matamin, halolo matarin, halolo osim, halolo matirin, right? Different machloksim, says the Gemara, Shema Yomar Adam, Heichani Lamei Tarame Ata. How could you learn? There are so many different opinions. Tamalomar, Kulam Nitnu Meroa Echad, right? Pasuk and Kohelis. El echad nasan parnas echad amran mipi adon kol masan baruchu. It all comes ilu ve'ilu, but it all comes from Moshe Rabbeinu and it all comes from Rakadish Baruchu. So what exactly does this mean? How are we supposed to understand ilu ve'ilu? Are there really multiple multiple truths? So as we'll see, again, it's a huge topic, but we'll talk about three different ideas, three different approaches, trying to categorize what the achronim say. Three approaches found mostly in the achronim how to deal with this issue. First is the most radical approach. Uh, an idea that we might even find hashkafically problematic, so to speak, but this is definitely a day there. A day it makes it the most simple to understand the sugya, but the most problematic to understand halachically and hashkafically. Says the chida. Ba- the roots of it are in, are in Iran and the drushes, but the Chida, the Chida says this in the Pesach Inayim, the Chida was a very prolific writer. He has Svarm on everything. He has a 71 Svarm or so. So the Chida, known for his Birke Yosef, the Chida writes in the Pesach Inayim on Erevin, on that Gemara, what does it mean? Demashikasav, he quotes this at least according to one opinion. Demashikasav, Elu ve'elu de'erilokim chayim, that which it says, Ein pirusho d'shnehem emes, it does not mean that they are both true. Wow. It does not mean, says the Chida, that. Ela lihios de'ein ha'or nikar ela mitoch But what does it mean? Light is only recognizable and appreciated with the background of darkness. A candle during the day, as the Gemara says, shraga betira mayahani. If you have a candle during the daytime, it does nothing. Nimsa, so what comes out? Says the Chida, you need to have the contrast Shita to understand the correct Shita. Nimsa, the Hasvara Haminagedes, To'il Lahavin Hetev, Hasvara Haamitis, Be'etzem. The Svara, the true Svara, and there's only one true Svara, says the Chida, the true Svara is best understood as a foil and with the background of the Svara that is not true, that does not have inherent value. The only value that the wrong, in quotes, Svara has is that it's a contrast. We could understand the Isser better if we see a Shita of Heter out there. We can appreciate Tame better if we know there's a Tar Shita out there. Umitzad zeh kari banami devrielokim chayim. And that's why it's called Ula Olam, the Svara Achas Emes, Vasvara Acheres Eno Emes. So this type of Svara, this type of suggestion by the Chida is radical in its approach. And because what? Every, if you're starting a Shita, it's really wrong? So we'd rather not say that. That's why Rova Chronim assume not that way. That is not the traditional idea, but it makes it simple in that this is just like every other area of Halacha. There's one truth. And we don't have to worry about multiple truths. That is the Chidah. There is a language in the Ran that might allude to this also, the Ran in Adrasha in Drosh Hay, when he talks about the sugya of Tanur Shalachnoi, the sugya of Loba Shemaimi, but Metziah Dafnuntes, and he talks about how the Chachamim had to follow their own opinion, even though from heaven the Baskal said, that Rabbi Eliezer is right. And the language that the Ran uses, you have it there in the source number five on line eight, 
Line seven, let's start. They still followed their own opinion. Since their seichel is noted to say tame, even though they knew, even though they knew that they were agreeing to the opposite of the truth. Look at that washon. They had an obligation to follow their own opinion, even though this is what they knew, that they were being maskim lahefech min ha'emes. That Lashon is a chida type of Lashon. That is, though, one, one idea. That's one idea. Good. Even the tefillah that we say when we go into the Beis HaMedrish, the Gemara Brachis, V'lo Omer al-Davar Tamei Tar, V'lo al-Tar Tamei, you might say that just means halacha l'maysa, but it also might mean something more with this chida in mind. So that is all number one, the minority view. The idea that most achronim say, how they view elu ve'elu, is that, and they'll say it in different ways, but it's the same idea, elu ve'elu means there are multiple truths, but there are different levels of truth. There might be an ultimate truth and a... Less ultimate truth, but it is still a truth. Who says this? We'll see two of the achronim. Three of them I gave you here in the packet. But two of them, we'll see the words of Rav Moshe, and we'll see the words of Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. The Nitziv as well, we're not going to see the Nitziv. The Nitziv talks about this in the Kidmas HaEmek, in the Akdama to the Sheiltos. But let's see the words of Rav Moshe and Rabbi Yaakov. Rav Moshe in the Akdama to Igris Moshe discusses in the first paragraph uh, that he is unfit to write the Sefer. I don't know why people keep asking me questions. And, you know, there are other people they could ask. But Rav Moshe says at the end of the day, if people keep asking me, so I have to print it. Says Rav Moshe in Source 6, Once I've been asked, I have an obligation. Every... Chacham of every dar has a chiv to paskin. Even though, says Ramoshe, that somebody from our generation wouldn't be nechshav leklum 300 years ago, so who are they to paskin? Maybe they're not being mechavit to the MS. Looking down from heaven, they didn't get to the MS, these humans. Rav Moshe's language, his formulation is that there are two types of truths. There's emes la'amita and emes lahora'a. There's ultimate truth that's from Shemayim. There's emes lahora'a. In emes, based on someone who goes through the proper motions and he comes up to a psaq, to a hora'a, that's also an emes. That's a crucial line. After somebody goes through the proper channels, not some, we learn for a couple of years that we think we're the Rashka Bahag. No, we go through and we spend time sweating and schwitzing with COVID Rosh and Yiras Hashem. And it appears that this is the Psak, says her Moshe, Hu ha emes la That is an emes, an emes for hora'a, and, and a person is mechuyev to paskin based on that, af im be'emes galya klape shmaya, she'eno kena pirish. Even though, from Shemayim's standpoint, it's not the truth, in quotes. 
it's not the ultimate truth. It's not MS La Amita. But it is definitely an MS Lahora. Vial Kazenemar, says Reb Moshe. And this is what is meant, Shagam Dvarab Divrei Elokim Chayim. This is Elu Ve'elu. Me'achar Shelo Nira Hapirish Kamosha Pasak, Veloha Yestira Ledvarav. And that's fine. V'yakabal Schar Al Hora Aso, Af Shoha MS Eno Kapirusho. And he's going to get Schar for that. Even though the MS from above is not like his Pirish. And he quotes, Vochacha Gedola was there. What's Vochacha Gedola? From Argamar and Shabbos, Anafko Flamid. What does it say there? That there was a, this city that followed the minority opinion. And, like Rebeliezer, we don't even end up asking like Rebeliezer. And yet the Umakabaschar and their city didn't have Xera on them. It says that's what it means. Vizeo skipping a line. Inyan kol machlokes rabosenu harishonim v'achronim shezaosev v'zematir. That's every machlokes. She calls manshlo nifsat kechad until the time of psak, until the time of the rishonim and the shochanarich. Yachol kol echad lahoros bimkomo kemosha sover. Everybody can follow their own rebbe. Av shahadin hu amiti hu rak keechad mehem u'shnei achachamim mekalam schar al hora asam. That is a crucial line from Rav Moshe. We're not going to continue, but the, the, in the in the uh, continuation <coughs> on the next page, where Moshe discusses the Gemara Menachas and Nafchavtes, what Moshe Rabbeinu saw when he went up to Shemayim and he saw Kadosh Baruch Hu stringing on the tag into the letters. He sees Rabbi Akiva. What does that mean? So he talks there about the power of the Rabbanon to darshan and come up with the MS and Hashem Kaviyachol being mishubed to what the Chachamim do. So this is one idea. A similar idea just said in his own language is from Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, Rabbi Yaakov and Ramosha, with two of the greats, American postkim. Rabbi Yaakov writes in the first parak in Bracious, parak Aleph, Pasach Havav. The Medrash says they are in Bracious. We've quoted this Medrash in past Parsha Shiur. Amar Rabbi Simon, second line. Adam Harishon. When Hashem wanted to create man, kitim kitim chaburos The malachim, the angels gathered in groups. Mehem omrim al yivra umehem omrim yivra. Many said, "Don't create man." And many said, "Create man." So machlokas, machlokas in Shemayim. Should man be created or not? And the same passage you have Chesed, Emes, Tzedek, and Shalom. What's going on here? The Medrash says, Chesed, Omer, Yivra, Shu Gomel, Chesadim. Chesed says, Create man. He does a lot of Chesed. The Emes, Omer, Al, Yivra. The meat of Emes said, No, don't create him. Shakulo, Shkarim. He's a liar. Tzedek, Omer, Yivra, Shu Oset, Stokos. Shalom, Omer, Al, Yivra, Tekulay, Ketata. So, Machlokes, two on two. So what should Hashem do? It's a tie. Ma azakadish baruchu natal emes vehishlicho laaretz. He took emes and threw it to the ground. Hadahu dechsev vatashlech emes artsa. He threw it to the ground. Amru malachay shalav neikadish baruchu. The malachim say to Hashem, "What are you doing? Emes is your mida. Chosamish lekadish baruchu emes. How do you throw it to the ground?" Hashem says, "No, don't worry about it. Emes mearetz titzmach." Emes will come and flow up from the ground. What exactly does the Medrash mean? Right, it's a two on two. So what? Kadosh Baruch Hu just picked one, and now it's now you go up to the rove because Emes is not here. So why did he pick Emes to throw down? There's another one he could have thrown down. Has to be a deeper idea. What exactly is the Medrash driving at? Says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky beautifully. Let me explain this. Ofan pashut doha Emes When it comes to ultimate truth. Adam is Mali Shkarim. 
That's true. Right, all of them. Right, you have Chesed and Sedek and, and Shalom and Emes. So ultimate Emes, man is full, man is a liar. There's all different opinions. We all have all different Ashkafas. Everybody has different opinions, so somebody has to be right and somebody has to be wrong. Even though Shalom also says that man is uh, a fighting individual. Because we have different opinions, there's not going to be perfect peace. What did Hashem do? He took MS and threw it to the ground. What does that mean? He created a new form of MS. Klomar, Az Chidesh HaKadosh Baruch Hu Chidesh Gadol, Be'inyuna MS, Shoha MS Hi Yachasis, Velo Hechletis. There's relative truth and absolute truth. Vitiya MS Artsis, the MS Artsis Shamaimis. Says Yaakov, the same idea that Ramosha says. There are different levels of truth. Ramosha's emes la'amita and emes la'hora'a is Rabbi Yaakov's emes shamaimis and emes artsis. Or what he also calls emes yachasit and emes hechlatit. Absolute truth and relative truth. Absolute truth, that's in Shemayim. But that's not what the world is about. Hashem took Emes and threw it to the ground so Emes will sprout up from the ground. What does that mean? A new type of Emes. Not like the Emes of Hashem, Chosamash Lakarish Brach was Emes. Ho, halavai. We should strive for that. But even if it's not that, it is strong enough and good enough. So, therefore, just to say, just to summarize, there are legitimate opinions. And there are, is the correct opinion, if we would say it. So the ultimate is the correct opinion. But there's legitimate opinions. And that legitimate opinion is what we poskin based on and act based on as long as the posig went through the proper channels. So that is obviously, as we can see, very different than the chida. So, number one, we have the extreme shitas of Ein Ha'ar Nikar Elamitoch HaChoshech, the chida, maybe the Ran. And now we have the majority view, different levels of truth. But then there's one final idea. And this rounds out the three opinions. And it starts with the Ridvan Erevin. The Ridvan, that Gemara and Erevin on Daphne Gimel. Elu ve'elu devrilokim chayim. Says the Ridva, Sha'alu Rabbanei Tsarfazal. The French rabbis asked, Heich Afshar, Sheyu Shneim devrilokim chayim. Ze'osev ze'matir. How could we say that? How could it be Elu ve'elu? Somebody's right and somebody's not right. And what did they say, these French rabbis? When Moshe went up to Sinai to get the Torah, he was shown 49 reasons and svaris l'isr, 49 reasons and svaris l'hetr, he says, Hashem, I don't understand. There are 49 reasons l'isr, 49 reasons l'hetr. What's happening here? Is it mutter? Is it asr? Is it tamay? Is it tar? V'yamar, what does Hashem answer him? It's given over to the rabbis of every generation to determine what it is. And the will be like them. And this is Nachon, says the Ritva. What does the Ritva say? There are actually multiple truths. There are different elements. There's 49 panim, ways to look at something laheter. There are 49 panim, ways to look at something laeser. So what does that mean? 
he's not saying anything, oh, different values, ultimate, he's not saying, ultimate truth versus relative truth. He's not saying that. But it sounds like it is exactly equal. And if you look in the Ark of Dalia, or Gedalia Shor and Chanukah, he says, Vabir Bazel Mokmaod, the Kamoda Matsinu Babrias Haolam, Kama Stiros, the Kama Dramafechim, just like in the Bria, in nature, we have opposites. We have fire and we have water. We have dark and we have light. But we still believe that there is a unifying force. Hashem was borei kol ha-ma'asim. Everything, even though there are steros, still it all comes from Hashem. So we believe the same thing in Torah. Asr, mutter, tome, tar, it all comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, nitnu, meiroe, echad. It's actually multiple truths. So the question then is though, so how do we understand this? What do we, what does that mean? So the Maharal gives a mashal. Beautiful mashal that helps us understand this, this idea of the Ritva, this idea of Rukhadai Ashar, who obviously was, was much later. It says the Maharal in Beragola. If somebody would ask you, let's see it outside first. Somebody would ask you, what makes the tree grow? So what would I say? So one person would say, oh, the water makes the tree grow. Another person would say, the soil with the nutrients make the tree grow. Another person would say, the sunlight with the photosynthesis makes the tree grow. Who's right? They're all right. It's just a question of perspective. How you look at it. What do you think is the ichor? What do you think is the tafel? If you come from a desert climate, maybe you'll think the water is the most important. Because that's what has affected you, where you come from. Everybody looks at things differently. That's elu elu. What we paskin is what the posik thinks is the ikr defining element, but the other elements also exist. Says the Maharal, and source, the next source. Sha'afim adavar tamei, efshar shalo yelo tzad bechina el tara shalma. Even if somebody says tamei, there is a tar element to it. Bechina madavar tahar. Or if something is tar, efshar shalo yebo bechina mashal tuma. What it was told to, to Moshe? Moshe was told to Arsinai, memtes panim lazev, memtes panim lazev. Right, he says it all depends on your outlook. Why is that? He says, Vabirze, Kiashem Yisbarakasher, Nasan Torah li Yisrael, Nasan Kaldavar Vedavar Batar Kfimashahu. Every concept in Torah is complex. It's not a simple complex. It's not a simple concept. And therefore, just like Kamosha Ba'olam, Nimsa Davar Murkav Mehafechim, just like the world is made, uh, made up of items that come from different sources, Vetucha Lomar Al Ha'etz, Shumis Yaches El Yisod Hamayim, Vechenu Ames, Shishbo Minamayim, Vetucha Lomar Shishbo Mina Yisod Ha'avir, Vechenu Ames, it comes from the air, it comes from the water, Velotimsa Davar Pashal Agamri, just like in the world there's nothing simple, so too in Torah there's nothing simple. It's all complex, it all depends what you think is the Ikar. That's Elu Ve'elu, Devrilokim Chayim. Tami and Torah both exist. There are complex elements. And you don't even have to run to the Maharal. You don't even have to run to the Ritva. It's a Rashi. Rashi in the middle of Ksubis. Rashi Daf Nun Zayin Aleph. Rashi says there that when you have a later Machlokas about what an earlier Amora said, then for sure... One is right and one is wrong. You do not apply the principle there of Elu Ve'elu, Devil Kim Chayim, because it's a machokas about what he said, unless you say he was Choserbo. But if you don't assume that way, if somebody was at the Shear, the Rebbe only said one thing. But, says Rashi, if they're not arguing about that, but they're arguing about Svaras, then Rashi says, it's fine. 
Marmadami Lamilsa Lamilsa Umar Mumadami Milsa Lamilsa Umadami Lamilsa Chrisi and Elu Veilu Divri Elokim Chayim Zimna the Shaykhai Taima Zimna the Shaykhai Taima Shatam Mishapech Lefishinui Hadvarim Bishinui Muat Everything is complex. And depending how you look at it, says Rashi, will determine how you define it. The Bark Sha'amar, the Tartim in his commentary on Siddur, even says beautifully in, ha- in a Ha'ara, on page Reishai in Zion, that the Torah is called a Shira. It's called an orchestra. It's called a symphony. Why? Because by a symphony, if you looked at every little instrument separately, if you just listened to the tuba, or the trombone, or the French horn, you listen to any one... It doesn't sound good. It doesn't like they're doing anything. Just blowing. They're making sounds. But if you put it all together, and he does high and he does low, and they do even opposite types of sounds, so that makes a beautiful symphony. That makes a shira. That's a third idea. Not in our nikar alamitochachoshach, like the Chidah says. And not even what Rav Moshe and Rav Yaakov say, that there are different levels of truth. According to this, they're all different elements. And they're all true. A literal meaning of elu ve'elu, devriel kimchai. And therefore, yes, when the child comes home and says, who's right? We can say we're both right. Yes, we have to poskin like one of them, as we'll mention in a second, but they both have inherent value. Let's just have two postscripts. Two postscripts. Two points. Number one, as mentioned, as I just mentioned now, Elu ve'elu is correct in the base Medrash. Halacha l'maysa, a person has to choose. They can't do one thing, one day hold like this person, one day hold like that person. Elu ve'elu means in the validity of the Torah itself. But for normative halacha, you have to have a psaq. You, have to, you, can, you can spend all day learning Beishameh, and that's a mitzvah of Talmud Torah. But when it comes to paskening, then we have to choose one. Number one. Number two, the other very important point, and I gave you the article by Rav Salvechik, Reflections of the Rav, in the first volume, the common sense rebellion against Torah authority. Elu ve'elu is only regarding opinions that were said by people who have the right to make an opinion and people who go through the proper channels to make come up with that opinion. Like Rav Moshe said, what was Rav Moshe's words? Somebody who sat for COVID Rosh and sweated and went through Shasa Poskim, that's the type of person. Somebody, a major leaguer, they have the right to have an opinion. But if somebody just thinks they can have an opinion, even though they're not exactly in the realm of having an opinion, then, of course, you don't say Elu Elu, right? There are limits, right? Somebody who, who says you can drive on Shabbos, right? They're not, they're not in the realm. They're not doing that. But you're a Hashem Yisbarach has remote. You don't say Elu Elu in that case. And, remote, and uh, the Rav says beautifully, it's amazing, that Korach would never have started up with B'Tzalel. And he never would have started up with the expert surgeon of the time. Because he knows it's beyond his realm. But all of a sudden, when it comes to Torah, everybody thinks that, that we're the greatest. We think we're all the G'dolei Adar. We learned for a couple of years in Yeshiva. We went through a Masechta, and the Rishonim would think, oh, now I can paskin. And I don't understand why the rabbis did that. What do you mean? If you walk into a, into a, in a surgical unit, if I don't go to medical school, it looks like the, the, the doctor is killing the patient. But I trust the doctor. I say, okay, I trust him, even though I don't understand it. And I wouldn't look at a bridge and say, oh, I think the engineer did something wrong. I'm not an engineer. But all of a sudden, what did Korach do? Kol kulam kadoshim. Torah is no less complex, and every little nitty, nitty gritty detail important 
as any other science, says Rav Salvechik. Korach was an intelligent man. He certainly would concede, he would certainly concede that there were specialized fields in which only experts who have studied extensively over many years are entitled to be recognized as authorities. The intrusion of common sense judgments in these areas by unlearned laymen would be both presumptuous and misleading. Korach would not have dared to interfere with Betzalel's architectural and engineering expertise because construction skills were clearly beyond his competence. Today, reasonable people can see the authority of mathematicians, physicists, physicians in their areas of expertise and would not think of challenging them merely on the basis of common sense. Why then are so many well-intentioned people ready to question the authority of the Torah scholar, the Lamdan, in his area of specialized knowledge? So we have to realize that there are limits to Elu Ve'elu, even though this is the conceptual analysis of, of Elu Ve'elu. So just to end off, again, we spoke about the three different approaches to Elu Ve'elu, and that was the basis for our Gemara here in Shabbos Kuflamid. The, the Apshel Shlomo quotes in his Agdama to Baba Kama that every single one of us was at Harsinai. Every single one of us had our own personal Kabbalah Satorah. We each had a pipeline receiving the Torah down from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And that's why we all think differently. Says the Amsha Shlomo, Shlomo You shouldn't think it's so far-fetched. Don't think that, oh, everybody has such different opinions. Kulam divrei elokim chayim ki'ilu kibel kol echad mipi agvura umipi Moshe ha'av shelo yatsa davar mipi Moshe lo olam liyoshnei hafachim benosei achad. But we have the different elements, the different panim to look at it as the Ritva quoted. The Chol Yisrael roim es hakolos menadeos hamachalkos bitzinor kol echad roa derech zinor shelo lefias agaso v'kibel kfi koach nishmas elyono lerov iluya v'hakol ms. Says the Maharal, we all understand Torah differently, and Elu Ve'elu, we have to realize, is a positive idea in terms of giving a psak. Ultimately, we have to realize whether we are in the realm of giving such a psak, different types of psakim, require different types of, of uh, poskim. But these are the three ideas behind Elu Ve'elu. Again, most assuming it is either different levels of truth or multiple truths, actually, depending on how you look at it. Okay, we'll stop here. That's what we'll pick up with another Daf Ian topic next time.